Hello, America. I'm Frank Cotto. And I'm Brad DeMint. Welcome to the Positive Patriots. Man, Brad, I am ready for another amazing show of the Positive Patriots for you today. How you doing? I'm doing amazing, man. Life is good. We have an amazing guest today. We sure so do. If you want to go ahead and introduce her, and we'll, uh, we'll go ahead with a good show going. I will. I'd, I'd like to introduce Magda Khalifa to the Christmas show or the Christmas week show uh, of the Positive uh, Patriots here. Uh, Magda, I had the pleasure uh, of having on the Business Happy Hour radio show here earlier today, and I got to learn so much more uh, about Magda than uh, you and I got to uh, learn when we met her in person at the Mar-a-Lago uh, event that we uh, went to together to endorse uh, Anna Paulina Luna, a good friend of yours, Brad. Uh, got to watch uh, the man himself, the the one and only president of the universe, Mr. Donald uh, J. Trump there in person. And uh, Magda and Brad and I hit it off right away. We were standing in the front row of the event, uh, literally 10 feet away from the man. And we just realized we had a lot in common. And, and uh, Magda's a business owner. She's a veteran. But most important, she's a positive patriot. And uh, we thought, who better to have on the show when we got back from the event? Oh, exactly. Well, welcome to the show, Magna. I always want to say MAGA every time I hear your name. Wait, is it, is it MAGA or MAGA? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great to be here, gentlemen, and enjoyed meeting you, and so glad we're connecting again. Yes, absolutely. So you have, uh, you've got an amazing business. I want to mention that to our listeners first. It's, um, uh, it's called Triangle Fragrance, and you've got a great story behind it. Uh, the website's trianglefragrance.com. So if anybody's listening, they want to multitask or driving, you want to go over there and start looking at it. Uh, I know you, I learned from the radio show, you have six amazing scents that I'm going to get a chance to smell uh, eventually. I probably smelled one on you when we were at the uh, Mar-a-Lago, right? Oh yeah. I was wearing freedom. Freedom. <laughs> freedom. I like that. How, how appropriate. How appropriate. Oh, I know. In Florida too, right? So <laughs> that's right. Oh, you might have to do a special Florida one. Magda, we, we got to do Florida freedom. That could be a good thing. Can we just call it DeSantis? Eu de DeSantis? That's awesome. So I would like you to share a little bit about uh, your, your journey uh, becoming a veteran. You told a great story on the radio show uh, about what motivated you to go into military service. And, and it, it, it gave me goosebumps to say the least. So if you could tell our listeners about that, and then we'd love to ask you some questions about uh, just you as a patriot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the Cliff Notes version, you know, I grew up in uh, North Jersey in the 70s and 80s and 90s. <laughs> um, I got married young, you know, went to college, got married and worked in the IT space, uh, information technology, um, both uh, my husband and I. So we had a lucrative, dual income, no kids life, uh, worked Pink. hard and, you know, lived for the weekends, traveled a lot. Life was free and good. And all of a sudden, one day, everything changed. Uh, September 11th, 2001. So my husband at the, we're no longer married, but you know, at the time he was working um, for a company called Aon and they were on the 101st floor. He wasn't there that day, but he lost 176 coworkers. So it was uh, uh, very near and dear, very personal for everybody in that area, everybody in our country, of course, who was old enough to remember that, that day. Uh, so I joined shortly afterwards, joined the military, joined the army and uh, volunteered to serve in Iraq, volunteered for two tours, uh, came back in 2007 for my last tour, experienced health issues, transition issues. You know, I didn't understand what was going on. 
uh, it was a challenge, you know, getting up the next day was a challenge. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, kind of gives me the chills, you know, thinking back um, the kind of place I was in. But when I look at how I was able to turn my life around, I feel very blessed and very grateful. And that is why I am doing what I am doing now, because I believe it's my duty to help and serve others through my experiences, journey, and what I've learned along the way. So, you know, I, Brad, I'm sure you take from this the same as me, but when I had um, Magda on the radio show earlier today, and she explained what she just did very shortly about giving up a very lucrative career for her and her, her husband, I call them dinks, by the way. I didn't know what a dink was until I wasn't one. Dual income, no kids. Uh, greatest time of my life that I didn't realize I was having. Um, <laughs> that uh, that she, gave, she gave this up, and it, it, I just kept thinking of that NFL player, Tillman. Uh, yeah. who did the same thing. And, and Magda, I have to tell you, Brad and I, I know he feels the same way. You're a hero. You truly are. You, you are. The, the, the percentage of people who would, that would even cross their mind is so minuscule. And then the people who would act on it is even smaller. And, and I mean, I, I, get, I get emotional just thinking about you making that decision. And I got to thank you for doing it and tell you, you're an absolute hero for doing it. And, and you never know how it, how it was going to turn out, but thank God it turned out the right way for you. Well, I, I appreciate the sentiment. I, you know, I really believe that the heroes are those who, like Tillman, like Pat Tillman, who uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice, and uh, those who were, you know, injured as well. You know, I mean, there's a, you know, we have a saying in the military: um, some gave all, but uh, or all gave some, but some gave all, and you know, that's that's the difference, and that's why we, uh, those of us that were spared, those of us, you know, regardless of injury, we're alive today. You know, it's so important that we continue to honor and remember those that didn't, you know, our brothers and sisters who were not that fortunate, you know, who, whose, uh, whose time was up on the battlefield. But, you know, one thing I will say is they, they love doing what they did. You know, they made that choice. This was a volunteer choice for them to join and to serve. And I think it's important to continue to tell their stories and to say their names because it's important that we as Americans, as citizens, know who those heroes are and the sacrifices that they made and that their families made as well. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for your service. I mean, that's, uh, that's, I'm so, so glad to meet you. And, and I really think you're awesome. Um, you know, a, a few other things. I mean, I know you have your business and, um, you know, you're, you're always getting some great pictures with people. I feel, you know, you're, you know, I thought you had a picture with Donald Trump and Grant Cardone, all these people. Um, that's all about really just putting yourself in the right position, right? And just really out there introducing yourself. Um, you know, how, how do you uh, how do you usually get yourself in those situations? Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's living life intentionally and what you prioritize in life. And I've always been attracted to leadership because leadership, strong, disciplined, uh, you know, principled leadership to me is very compelling because that inspires me to be a better person. So, you know, growing up, we all had different heroes, you know, when I was, <laughs> you know, a young teenager growing up in the New York City area, you know, I, I, I still am a fan of heavy metal music, you know, and I love the- <laughs> Wait, was, it, was it just rock or are you into death metal? Oh, Slayer, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And everybody toured around New York City. Like they may not come to your hometown, but they did come through New York City, so. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great in college. I was on a college uh, hard rock radio station, FM radio station. So it was great. It was very much in the scene. And, you know, I loved it. I have a, a chapter in my book called Heavy Metal Therapy because I never turned to drugs and alcohol. You know, uh, music, especially heavy metal, 
was my drug of choice, you know, was what helped me get through those tumultuous times as a teenager. You know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I didn't know that about you. Uh, did, did you, do you watch Gutfield by chance? Not all the time. I, I, I know who he is, but did you guys yeah, happen to yeah, see yeah, last uh, last night's? Well, it, it, and, and now I'm to date date the show, but uh, this would be on uh, Tuesday night from last week. Uh, Guar, remember the that yeah. the guys Guar, the the rock. I think they're rock or heavy metal, right? Odorous youngest, <laughs> yeah, right, right. He was on there last night. The the uh, the guy in full costume, the lead singer from Guar, was on Gutfield last night. The, the new lead singer, yeah, because I think the, orig the original OD'd, unfortunately. But, I, you know, I had the opportunity to be at a Gore show for Halloween years ago and was slimed, of course. Oh. You, know. <laughs> you were in the front? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course you were in the front. We knew you would be in the front row. <laughs> You're always in the front row. <laughs> that's how we, that's how we get to <laughs> I, I just went and saw uh, Tommy Vex. Do you like Tommy Vex? Who? Tommy Vex, I guess he was in, I don't even know what band he was in. I had no idea who he was, but that was like metal music. <laughs> he, he's a patriot though. Like he loves America and like, Love you know, we, we did a FJB chant there and a let's go Brandon chant yeah. and all that. But he, he's, Tommy Vex is his name. He was a lead singer of some band. I got to think of it, something Wolves or something. I don't know. I'll have to use the Google people, machine. People listening to this probably know who he is. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I know who he is. I went to his concert, him and Struggle Jennings, but. Um, but they, they're into metal. I don't know if you like metal, maybe you know who he is, but I think that's newer stuff though. I mean, he's like somebody now that's doing concerts. Um, mm -hmm. but that's awesome. I love that you're always attracted to leadership. I think that that's really what we saw with Trump being president was a president that was actually a leader, you know? And I think that's why, like for me, one of the reasons why I kind of got into politics and, and interested in them is because I got really into personal development, you know? And I mean, I was, I was really into personal development at a young age. And I always looked up to Donald Trump as somebody that I would love to be like and that I really looked up to. And uh, it's funny because then when he announced he's running for president in, in 2015 right. or 14, I was 14, 15 years old. Really? So I don't know if everybody listens. Were you, were you born that. in 2000? I was born in 2000. So Man, you're, you're one of those um, uh, like true millennial babies. I'm actually a Gen Z, actually. So I'm not Man. even a millennial. Not a millennial, but like you were born on the day of the new millennium. Yeah, like like everybody thought the world was going to end, and then I was born. <laughs> so, wait, 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 you were born. I was working in the server room, hoping that the you know the computers wouldn't go down. <laughs> like the oh whole white space there. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but growing up, like Donald Trump was always somebody that I could look up to. You right. know, he was always doing things. Uh, you'd always see him on TV. That was like when The Apprentice was really popular and all that. And um, it's funny because when I was about eighteen, I started listening to like Grant Cardone and. And, and a lot of personal development. And I was interested in politics because obviously Trump ran and won in 2016. I was 16 when that happened. Right. And I was like a really big Trump supporter back then. Um, but, you know, Trump was more into politics and I was more into personal development. But I started to realize with my journey in personal development that I got more involved in politics because those were the people that were very like-minded with me. They were all pro-business, pro-America and freedom. You know, one of the reasons why we want to be entrepreneurs is because, you know, we can live on life on our terms and be free. Right. Freedom of choice. A, we live in a free country. Control your time um, and your so, destiny. So personal development got me more into politics. And I'm interested to ask you, Magna, like where did you see that journey with you to get more involved with politics? You know, was it your love for this country? Was it, you know, you, you cared about, you know, the life that you're living and realized that you kind of had to get involved? What, what was that for you? Yeah. So, so context and, and contrast is important. You know, growing up in the New York City area, 
I cared about making money, having a good life. You know, I really was much more selfish back then. And that was just in the, uh, you know, the, the environment I grew up in. So I knew nothing about politics, didn't care anything, you know, did not understand, but love my country. Okay. So that's why when, you know, I witnessed September 11, 2001 in New York city, that's why I went and served, you know, because I had that, those fundamentals, but I just didn't, uh, gravitate towards, you know, towards politics and, and why, you know, I was, I was a young kid too, you know, the times were different. So when I got back from war, obviously I had changed as a person. I had different right. types of experiences that really helped me understand further our constitution because heck, I had just signed up along with millions of other service members to protect and defend our constitution. What does that mean? Right? So all of a sudden I looked at life through a different lens and different things were true priorities. And, and I'm grateful for that, you know, so, so coming home, you know, that's when I had a different uh, prerogative or a different view in what was important in life. And that's totally acceptable. You know, who was it that said, if you're not idealistic when you're young and you're not wise when you're older, you know, you, or you haven't lived or, or something of that nature, yeah. meaning, you know, like as we grow, you know, it's okay to be a kid. Is, <laughs> is it basically grow, if you're not somewhat democratic when you're young and you become conservative <laughs> when you're older, you're crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it just, it kind of happens, you know, naturally with, with the course of, you know, evolving as a human being, you know, as, as you grow and have more responsibility and, you know, experience the hardships of life and really get a, a broader aperture of, of life, you know, and of people and of impact and root cause and everything across more the spectrum. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so yeah, so it was when I returned that I, you know, had, clearly, you know, transitioned in my, in, in my thinking or evolved in my thinking. And uh, I, so my first job out, out of the military, I was working as a defense contractor. I moved to Virginia Beach, from New York to Virginia Beach. And I started supporting local politics. There was a candidate, uh, Scott Taylor, he was a Navy SEAL, served in Iraq. So I would go out and help support um, his campaigns. And that's how I kind of started learning more about, you know, volunteering for, you know, political campaigns and whatnot. And, um, you know, I remember I was making calls for Donald Trump during his, uh, you know, first uh, candidacy uh, campaign. So, so yeah, so that's how it happened over time. And, you know, now, obviously, clearly, as an older, mature person facing half a century on this <laughs> beautiful planet, you know, uh, you know, I really have a better appreciation for, um, you know, voting, you know, the impact of voting and the fact that elections mean things and uh, the implications, you know, it's, it's very important. And it's very encouraging to see young people get involved in really look at issues and start to realize the impact on our country. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, uh, but what now you do because Brad aged himself on the show, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty darn sure Brad was the youngest guy at the Mar-a-Lago event that we went to. Um, and I don't know if you knew, if we told you this when we met you, but the cool dynamic of our show is Brad is exactly half my age. Um, and I, wow. I was right. I know I'm, I'm 42, about to be 43. This guy's 21. The love for the country, the love for, for sharing his vision and the politics is something you just don't see in guys of that age. And it, I, it, it inspires me. Uh, and I know a lot of people that we met that day, they felt the same way when they found out 
you know, how old you were, they were blown away. Like, oh my God, what are you doing here? This is, this is great. Um, because, you know, it's, it's the younger generation. Not that we're not young, Magda. We're, we're still uh, spring chickens. But, that's right. Uh, that's right. I thought Magda was in her 20s. Unless she was younger than me. No, just <laughs> we, we, we just have a few feathers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we got a couple. But like, it, it truly is the younger generation who has to, has to make the changes. So, you know, and we, we have to speak to that generation. Thank God, Brad, you have a voice. Well, yeah, and, and that was why I decided really in the last year to speak up a little bit about this stuff is because I started to realize that if I really, you know, was going to be an influencer and be somebody that was going to make an impact in this world, and I, w- I would have to speak up for the things I believe in too, you right. know, and, and that was why, like a lot of people, I, I, t- I see people all the time that they've been following my podcast that I've been doing for a couple of years and all the personal development stuff. How to win with Brad DeMint. That's me. And when a lot of people started to hear me you know, get a little bit political. People were like, Oh, I don't know. You know, why are you doing that? Like, you don't want to ruin all the other stuff you've done. And, uh, I've gotten more love than hate from it. You know, obviously I got a few haters from it, but if people are hating on you, you're not doing something right. Right. That's right. So for me, I decided to talk about it a little bit. And, um, you know, that's why we decided to do this show because people can kind of see that side of me, you know, because people would have conversations with me outside of, of my podcast and they would realize that I love this country and the different things. And, that I've been studying Donald Trump my whole entire life, you know? Yep. And uh, so that's one of the things I decided, but really I know that I'm the future and I know all the young people, even younger than me are the future. So mm-hmm. I, that's one of the reasons why I like to bring some of that stuff up. So I, I'm so glad that, that, you know, we all got to connect and we got to talk about that at Mar-a-Lago because, you know, I know I don't think Trump noticed that, but I think that when people kind of see young people, it does inspire them at any age. And, and even forget about age, Magda, the reason that we really wanted you to tell your story of the service is because I feel like it's an inspiring thing. People have to hear that it's okay to make those decisions, that it's okay to go against the status quo. I mean, the 99.9% would not have made that decision, being successful in business, to give it up for their country. But that's what America is all about. It's all about making those sacrifices. And I feel like we've gotten so far away from it. It's just such a breath of fresh air to to have somebody on our show who made that sacrifice. And hopefully we can encourage other people listening to say, it's okay. You can well, do it. You know, leadership and influence is determined by those who show up and stay consistent. So Brad, I mean, kudos to you. I was absolutely impressed, you know, when we were speaking and I learned your age, you know, <laughs> I thought, wow, this gives me hope for our future. And, you know, that's what it comes down to. I mean, sometimes a lot of times, right? Often, and we know this from the self-help space, like too many people just want to stay comfortable. They don't want to buck the system, go against the grain because they want to be liked. They want to be accepted. You know, everybody wants to belong to something. And I look at leadership. I mean, people like, like President Trump, people like Grant Cardone, they're system disruptors. You know, every business owner is a risk taker to begin with. But those who try to change the system or who actually change the system or the way things have been done and change it for the better. You know, that's a whole other level. You know, that's a game changer right there. And that's a very, very powerful type of leadership. And what it does, it inspires others to go further and to achieve more, no matter what lane they are in and to become the best versions of themselves, which we know is a very, very important tenant of personal development because so many times we're held back we are anchored to our past be it how we grew up the environment we grew up but it doesn't matter how old you are you can always reinvent yourself Absolutely. and make exactly 
huge impact at any given point. Trump needs about another, we need about another four years to, to really make that impact. I think we'd have been in an amazing position if we had the next four years already with Trump. That's when we would have been able to see the real change. That so, we were really so, so see, the way I look at it, because um, my graduate degree was in uh, asymmetric warfare, and we look back at history, empires rising and falling, you know, going back to the beginning of time across the globe. And, you know, the, the way I see things now, it's, it's almost a blessing. There's a silver lining as painful as this, you know, current period is right now for our country. Think about how much deeper and more valued and principled things are going to be going forth. You know, That's people are being faced with decisions. Look how many people are going to come out or have already started to come out as business owners because their freedoms were tested in a way that were never tested before. And they had to make a decision. And even though they were comfortable and say the path they were on, all of a sudden they were faced with a choice, you know, and had to make a decision. And some did, some didn't, but many of them have jumped off and decided the road of entrepreneurship is the way to go so that they have more control of their lives. Now, at the same time, I do have to encourage our supply chain workers to please go back to your jobs as best you can. <laughs> well, well, and I love that you just said that because that, that's true, right? And, you know, one thing that I think we don't talk about all the time is that, you know, even though people are saying that life is so bad right now under Biden and stuff like that, the media makes it seem worse than it is, right? right? Like, I think we're all still doing pretty well in our business and we're not like, you know, we're not all broke, right? So I think well, you that, said it, Brad, Biden doesn't pay your paycheck. Yeah, Biden doesn't pay your bills, right? Whoever's the president, it doesn't matter if it's Trump or Biden. They're not the ones that are paying me. You know what I mean? So, so I think, right. Business success is absolutely predicated on the problems you solve. So if you are solving problems, regardless of what the economy is, regardless of the political climate, you will be paid for the problems that you solve. And we know how much money is floating in the system. You know, <laughs> 20% of it that is out there right now was printed last year alone. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's all about the systems and where you and your business or what it is that you do falls into that spectrum. Well, and that's the thing I think that some people forget sometimes is like, you know, when, when it comes to politics, a lot of times like, you know, it's like that 5% fighting the 5% and other people don't aren't as into it. It's important to be involved and it's important to know what's going on because if you don't know what's going on, then you, you might fall into what they're, they want you to do. Um, but they want people to believe that there's not as much opportunity in the world right now and there is. So I think that that's another huge thing is that I'm going to find a way to win no matter what, you know, like I, I want Trump to come back for four years. I think, I mean, I think he's the greatest president of all time. I can't wait for DeSantis to be president one day too. Right. But I think, you know, what's next, right? Like in my lifetime, I know that I'm not going to be able to have Donald Trump as president forever. Nope. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I'm looking more, uh, this shows a lot about the solutions and not the problems. And, you know, I think we talked about that last episode, but, you know, I, I definitely, I think the future is brighter. And, and just like you said, Magna, I think that, you know, the whole entire, like what's going on right now, people are going to appreciate it later because people's freedoms were tested. Right. People saw, you know, what could happen. And I think that a lot of people are standing up. And you know, if we really think about it, if we go back to history, back, you know, even 20 years ago, mm -hmm. there's things that people didn't even know about because there wasn't technology. We didn't have Instagram and Facebook on our phone. You know, we, we didn't have this stuff. Um, well, I don't bring up a, a very specific example of that. The positivity, at least positive patriots, is Brad, is that 
is hope is not lost. The, the individual American, for example, just through our justice system, you know, you've had the Rittenhouse trial that we spoke about. You had the Smollett situation that just happened recently. It, if, you know, I, I have hope. I have new hope in our country in, in our, in, because I feel like our justice system prevailed. It did the right oh, yeah. thing. Well, and in both of those cases, I mean, we, we got to see what happened. You know, hopefully Justice Smollett doesn't beat himself up over that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, <laughs> we got to see what happened with exactly. that. If you guys didn't get that, think about that again. <laughs> yeah. Google that joke if you didn't get Justice Smollett um, beating himself up. But, but yeah, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's things like that, that I think that we got to stay strong. Right. You know, and, and a lot of this, a lot of winning in, in today's world is having a great mindset. Right. And, and that's one of the reasons why we do this show, because, you know, if you guys, especially if you're going to get into politics, if you guys are going to watch the news, I'll tell you what, I mean, I can't even sit there and watch the news half the time because everything's negative, yep. you know, but if you guys actually can hear news on something like this, but like, it gives you an encouragement to go out there and realize that there is hope. So yeah. I love that you said that. Absolutely. So, so, and that's the thing about um, surrounding yourself with positivity, growth mindedness, you know, people who are going to influence you in a positive manner, you know, people who hopefully have done more than you, people who live better lives than you so that you can aspire and grow and take action in that direction. But if you surround yourself with negativity, you not be a positive patriot, you know, <laughs> you have to surround yourself yeah. with and it's not about feel good. I'm, I'm talking about people who are taking action, getting results, you right. know, showing up, taking risks, you know, time and time and then uh, time and time again, people who are disciplined, who, you know, don't falter and quit after their first setback, you know, and those are themes we all understand in business. Yeah. You can read Michael Jordan's story. That's a great one. I just explained that to my son the other day. He was talking about the greatest. And I was like, Hey, you know, he didn't even make his high school basketball team. Right. Or, or oh, no, yeah. it was a, his first try at least. But it's all about perseverance and being a positive patriot. I love that you, you, you sent that out there because that's what it's all about. And that's what our show is all about is, is looking for the positive uh, in sometimes an otherwise negative world. If you watch the, uh, if you watch the uh, media too much. Um, how about your business, Magna? I want to make sure we touch on the business so uh, any of the listeners know what you do. I mean, you, you built a great business uh, with Triangle Fragrance. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Triangle Fragrance is the world's first modern luxury fragrance line. So it's long lasting, eau de parfum, very, very, very luxurious. However, it's oh. much more than something that smells great. It has a self-help piece built into it with the Triangle Fragrance collector's cards. And to peel back the layer of the onion, you know, we go back to my memoir in 2019, just two years ago, that came out and introduced, hey, these are the solutions that I found. These are the tactics, techniques, and procedures that helped me turn my life around when it was at the darkest point. And I'm sharing them with you because I want to help you. Because I love that. I love my life that. is unrecognizable now. So I embedded that in the fragrance. Triangle Fragrance is inspired by that, which I wrote about in the book. Which I, which I know we're going we're gonna to smell some soon. But uh, the book, by the way, is called American Dream, right? Mm -hmm. American Dream. Dream is an acronym, mm -hmm. discipline, resilience, endurance, adaptability, and mentorship to succeed and win in life. And true to form, you know, right? I think, well, I thank the Lord, our Savior, and in the, you know, in the acknowledgments, and I thank President Donald J. Trump for the inspiration 
Can they get that book on Amazon? It is available on Amazon. Mm -hmm. American Dream. There are a lot of uh, American Dream titles, but if they type in Magda Khalifa or AmericanDreamTheBook.com, it has the links to Amazon as well. Perfect. Now, and if you forget Magda, just remember Magda and throw (laughs) throw a D in there and you're good. Uh (laughs) Is that D for discipline? D for discipline. That's right. I love that. Or for dream. It could be for dream as well. That's right. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely got to check your book out. I love it. I love it, Magda. God, thank you so much for, for taking the time with us today and coming on the show. And it, it, for us to be able to, to highlight not just another positive patriot, but literally in our eyes, I, I agree with you, those who gave it all, the true heroes, but we still look at you as a hero. I, I look at you as someone who made a decision that, frankly, I don't know that I would have been able to do myself. And I, and I hope that it inspires people to, to take that extra step and, and, and to know that you know if you make positive moves and you do things for the right it will come back. And I think it's come back for you. And that's why we wanted to help you as well and put you on the show and do anything we can to keep your business going and to keep another positive patriot uh, going strong. I appreciate that, gentlemen. It's been nothing but a pleasure and absolutely positive to connect with you in person and to connect here today as well. Yeah, thank you so much. Where can people find you at? What's your social media handles? Sure. Uh, for the fragrance, it's Triangle Fragrance at Triangle Fragrance or TriangleFragrance.com. And I am all over social at Magda.Khalifa.USA. Got it. And that's spelled K-H-A-L-I-F-A. Mm-hmm. You're awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, make sure you follow us at Positive Patriots. Let's keep uh, staying positive and we'll see you soon. See you.